There's a fly by your seat of the pants strategy when you're starting out or yeah, you have a strapping kind yeah, of thing. And yeah, and you have a new launch or you have a new service or a new product or whatever, new business. The thing about drilling down the detail level, whether you're by yourself or you're a CEO of a, and you got a big staff, it doesn't matter. A lot of folks think, okay, we'll get to it another time. It's a procrastination yeah. and it's a delay tactic. Yep. And okay, we'll get to that. We're so busy doing other things. But really- It's, it's about the impact and taking a moment to think about what, what the consequences are. Hello and welcome to Simple Sense for Small Business. I'm Trevor and let me introduce you to Linda Ray. Hello and welcome to season two where we're talking about all things scaling your business and drilling down into the details of what it takes to scale a business. Inspired originally by my new eyeglasses. And then when we talked about it a little bit, we had a bit of an argument about a detail that we missed on our own business. And our own process in our own CRM contact relationship management system where we have certain workflows of communication with clients. And, and we had a miscommunication about an important Ooh, detail. And I we're mean, both A personalities, so you can imagine those two A's smacking against each other real quick. Bang! It was not fun, but it revealed insights on things that happen that get missed easily. So it's drilling down to not let things slip through the cracks. You want to scale your business, you really got to look at those minor details. So here's how I came up with the idea for today's podcast. I recently got some new eyeglasses. First time I've had an eye exam in years. Got my prescription changed because I'm getting older. My eyesight got worse. Okay. And uh, it was really cool though. Really nice experience. It's kind of a chain eyeglass place that we went to. And when I picked up my new glasses, you know, they sized them, but they also gave me this cool little pump spray thing of a cleaning fluid and a cool cleaning rag, which I've been using all the time. And just today, I noticed there's a little message on the side of the bottle. You want to read the message for the crew there? Out of cleaner, call or go online to schedule your next eye exam. And they have the website and the phone number. Well, that sounds like a pretty good marketing ploy, right? That might get people to come back, except there's one major flaw in the detail. Right. And I missed it because you were testing me as a marketing person. Like I would know. And I was like, what's the problem here? Yeah. We <laughs> often have conversations about what the podcast is going to be before we start rolling tape, but that's what happened. And Linda, who is our marketing goddess here at Aurora Consulting, missed the marketing opportunity detail at this optometry chain. You might want to try that again. Optometry. <laughs> Optometrist office. Optometry. I don't even know actually what is the Optometry. Word? So here's what the message says again. Out of cleaner question mark, call or go online to schedule your next eye exam. Here's the problem with that message, in my opinion, humble though it is not. This was a free giveaway. And if I want to refill, they're encouraging me to schedule another eye exam, which gets me back into this store. Okay, that's great. But honestly, how often, Linda, do you schedule an eye exam? Well, you're supposed to every year. Which I didn't even know. I mean, for my part, it was probably five or six or seven years before my last exam. It's not something you're gonna do very often. So therefore, you're not really a fear of missing out, FOMO type of behavior that the marketer should be stressing. What I want the message to be changed to is out of cleaner, stop by our stores at any time for free refills. 
See a difference in that message? And what's it going to do, Linda? Prompt someone to go in because they're going to get something for free. And then they're there where the store can have a nice call to action in person, an IRL CTA. The thing about <laughs> eyeglass places of this nature is that you walk in and the walls are lined with shelves with all the new and upcoming eyeglass frames. You get the customer to walk in the store and they see all the eyeglass frames. Guess what they might do? Buy another pair of eyeglasses which is a bigger profit sale than an eye exam and is a more likely sale to happen than All an right. eye exam. So let's talk now about... But that's a detail that somebody missed. Well, they yeah, or they just didn't think about it because it's a certain behavior that could be implemented on a marketing... It's copywriting, essentially. It's not uh, copywriting. It's a marketing message that is the wrong message. All right, we can agree You want to get me back in the store? Give me a real reason to get back in the store, yeah. not to do something that I'm very unlikely to do. Let's get back to the drilling down to not have things slip through the cracks. Let's talk about when you're communicating with a client or you're conducting communications for a transaction. Okay. So you've, you have a prospect on the line and now you have your process to close them and convert them. And then what happens once they're in your system, you have various communications to keep in touch with them, to manage expectations, all the things we've talked about in previous podcasts. We've talked about it and how important it is because it's so much less expensive. Once you've got a customer, you've sold them a product or a service, it's so much less expensive for you than going out and finding new customers. And we've talked about that before. Absolutely. So it's, that's where Linda's going with this drill down detail. Well, uh, you're giving the example of the, the eyeglass store and we just had a meeting and we learned of an email that was automated. So we use HubSpot and we have a workflow. I put the wrong email with the wrong milestone for when something is transacted on a file, they were getting a, an email that was somewhat premature in how they were to manage expectations. Yeah, it didn't really match the actual milestone in the workflow process. And the actions that Trevor was initiating. Because of an email we received from a client that caused some confusion, we then looked at like, why is he asking this? And what did he receive? Then we drilled down into what had happened. That's why this podcast is is, you know, mistakes we've made so you don't have to. This is where you can learn. Mistakes are the opportunities to learn. And so we had to adjust the automation or the workflow in HubSpot terminology. And we kind of got into an argument because I was like, well, that wasn't really clear because I'm understanding you saying it now. But when we were setting this up, I had a different understanding of how this was to go, the flow and how the flow was And, you know, go. we didn't have a conversation about it before the action, the workflow was implemented. Frank because we're, we're just so busy. And right there, that's that lousy excuse that we talk yes. about all the time. Oh I'm so God. busy. So there are a couple different consequences. You miss a detail, you could, you know, piss off a client and then thus begins and ensues a whole thing about are they firing you? Or are you firing them? That's one impact in consequence. The and that's going to reduce your pleasure yeah. of running your business. The other, the other thing that's potentially less impactful where no one's firing the other one is there's a Q&A in an email exchange that that happens that seems like it's a waste of time like why are they asking me this now I have to deal with this this shouldn't be happening and I already answered these questions in the email oh the email they they got prematurely and thus round and round we go it sounds like we're going off in the weeds here but this is kind of how we operate here I don't 
think it's out. This is how we talk about stuff. But what I want to point out to folks that you may not know about us is we've recently gotten a lot of compliments from business owners about our onboarding process. People who have raved like, oh my gosh, your systems. Those systems that we've developed, like this workflow milestone email problem we picked up today or this little eyeglass bottle, these are details that we have really drilled down on and it has allowed us to scale our business. It's the mindfulness. If I were a customer, how would I want to be informed of the process for whatever your service is? And maybe you sell a product, so maybe they're going to want to know when they're going to get the product. Oh, here's an example of a product and a process. I bought a lamp from a prestigious home decor store uh, online. They said it was going to be arriving on a date and then it didn't. And then they said it would arrive on a different date and they advised the delays because of supply chain, etc. And there was always a new date and sometimes there wasn't a date. So I didn't know. And, and then it, they said it was delivered. But it didn't. And anyway, they just kept changing the date and sometimes they didn't change the date. And it was a date from three weeks ago saying arrival expected it to be October 25th and it was November 27th. So I just ended up canceling the order. And so it doesn't always have to be a service. It could be a product and it's all about the communication and how you as the owner of the business and the provider of your wares or whatever, you want to understand like how are you going to be affected if you're not properly communicating? How are you going to be affected? But also think about it in a positive aspect because we are talking about scaling your business and so don't you want to make Make more money, more profitable, and get more pleasure from growing your business. So that's why drilling down to the details will help you avoid pitfalls, mm -hmm. or as in the case with the eyeglass wash, maybe improve your return on investment for your marketing to get more customers back in the store. Let me just point this out too. There's absolutely relevance with the fly by your seat of your pants strategy because you're not sure. You don't know what to expect. You don't know certain things of of how it's gonna go. That's how you learn. So this is a great segue into our wealth, wealth and wellness segment. And so here's our suggestion for you that will also help you avoid procrastinating on this important activity. I like making lists, Linda, you know yes. I do. So yes. operations, systems, marketing, customer relationship management. Managing finances. Hiring processes. Take a piece of paper, write down your list of general topics for your business, and then set a schedule. Do one a month. Make it real easy on yourself. Do one a month. And if you've got six topics, you got six months, and you can drill down under each topic heading in a given month and look for those really fine level of details that will help you make your experience more manageable for you and more profitable. Also, I'll tell you one way for you to really drill down and know where there may be gaps in your process of executing on a transaction with a client is having a procedure manual, which is, yes, exhausting because I've done it. I've done it for a couple of businesses. It's exhausting, but this is how you refine to you know, get the emails from the clients that say, oh my gosh, what seems to be an unmanageable process that I was going through with the SBA, you guys have really made it very clear and I know what to expect because you've told me exactly in various stages of the onboarding. The procedure manual is going to help with that. Here's a wealth and wellness bonus. Linda talks about putting procedure manual and how difficult that can be. We recently self-published a book called The Roadmap to Reconsideration. Mm -hmm 
which is basically how I, as a loan officer, treat the loan application process for the SBA, Economic Injury Disaster Loan. And the way I assembled the book was at every opportunity when a moment came up in the customer journey with us or in my processing of documents or my interactions with the SBA, oh, I can write about that in the book. And I would jot down a note about a document or about a phone call or about an experience. You can do the same thing with your employer's procedures manual. You got a moment with your employee, a miscommunication or whatever, jot those notes down. And then when you're ready to start writing your procedures manual, it writes itself, basically. Having been in the insurance field for over 30 years and having to carry E&O, which is errors and omissions insurance on my business, you have an awareness of the worst case scenario. You forecast what could happen that's really bad for my business and what could keep me up at night. Thanks for joining us for Simple Sense for small business, where season two, we talk about scaling your business. Mistakes we've made so you don't have to. Bloop, bloop, bloop. No mistakes, baby. You're Linda Ray. I'm Trevor. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.